0: It is Victory Monday, September 11th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who believes the only chief anyone cares about around here is Mike Burrish, J.P. Shadrick! And welcome in. It is Jaguars happy hour on a victory over Reaction Monday. Jaguars a winner in week one. We've got a busy two hours ahead from the Hyundai Studios. JP Shadrick with you on 1010XL, Jaguars.com, Jaguars YouTube as well. 31 21 Jaguars over the Indianapolis Colts. A full team win. All three phases contributed to the victory. The Jags defense, though. Led the way. They did not allow a score from the Colts offense in about the last 26 minutes of the game or so to give them a shot. Calvin Ridley made his debut, and in a big way, certainly in the first half. We will keep it real, as we always do. And then Fanatics fan questions. We've got some good ones. We had some hot takes about halftime, third quarter during the game, and now on Monday, a lot of folks are... For some reason, grumbling about a 10-point win on the road in the division. That makes no sense at all. It's Jaguars happy hour on Monday. That means Tony Baselli and Pete Prisco join us as always. And good afternoon, Pete. How are we
1: today? What's up? I'm great. How are you guys? By the way, here. Here's a football. I'm going to hold it and see if somebody can bang it out of my hands, pick it up, and go take it in for a touchdown. What do you think? What the hell was that kid doing? What were you doing, Dank Bigsby? What was that?
0: Everybody else on the field stopped too, Pete. Well,
2: wait a second, Pete. Yeah, Pete, I mean, I agree with you, Pete. I mean, I fundamentally agree with you. It, it was not a smart play, but he's a rookie first game. I mean, I mean, Queenie Pay was sitting right next to him. He stopped as well. I mean, yeah. give Zaire Franklin credit. He was the one guy who kept the play alive and kept going. And so it wasn't like Tank was the only one sitting there still.
1: Yeah, but, okay, then whoever else did it, they're all at fault. Learn the game. Let the game, let, let it play through. I mean that it was it was bad. Look, he's a rookie. You might give him a little excuse. I wouldn't because that should be drilled in the guys, and you should know that from playing years and years of football. But I mean that's a major mistake, a major mistake. But we we'll get into all that stuff, and you know, of course, Baselli sending tweets out during the game. Yeah,
0: what is that trying,
1: about? What during the game? Did you not?
2: Well, I was just—I was stating the fact that I'm going to be right on the sacks. I'm So going to be trending
1: at 68 sacks for the year, Pete.
0: So, Pete, you were right. It was during the game. He was tweeting. It was during, during the, game. the
1: game. It was during the game. He—he he couldn't wait. He had—he had to fire off the tweet and like, and of course, he tagged me and you in it to I'm make like, it so, so that we knew that he was right. And by the way, of course, if you're going to get credit for those sacks, if you're really, of course, okay, I did. You, you get credit for those sacks, but he didn't. You know, come, give me a break, Tony, on those sacks, please.
0: Sacks a sack, Pete. What are you
1: talking about? You had three sacks a sack, buddy. Okay, one he went to what Cincinnati and around to go chase him down on the one sack. Okay, the second one he he was uh, he knocked him out of bounds when on a boot when he got, didn't get leverage and he let him get outside of him, and three he was in coverage on one of those sacks. He dropped in the coverage. And he pushed him out of bounds. Three sacks. It's
0: three. That is three. It
1: doesn't matter count. they're sacks, Pete. It's three sacks at the end of the year. When
0: You're right. He it has... doesn't
2: show
1: you how sacks are misleading Because he, well, he did have really – by the way, I'm not taking away from him because he played really well, and he did have pressures. Don't get me wrong. He got after the quarterback. But the sacks were the worst plays he had. Tony, if you were the right yeah, tackle well, – Let me ask you this. Okay. You're an offensive lineman. You're the right tackle. The sack he was credited for where he went around uh, to Cincinnati and came around the other side and tackled him as he's moving in the pocket. Would you be mad about that? Or would you blame the quarterback? Did you do your job?
2: Um, Yeah, I think I, I, yes, I would have said I did my job. I mean, you can't – I mean, at some point, if you're running him around the corner, there's nothing you can do about it if if the quarterback breaks contain and he's sitting there. I mean, it's just – that's part of the game. It's still a sack, though. And, Pete, I'm with you. I've said forever that sacks are a misleading statistic a lot of times because you can run a guy out of bounds for no gain and get – and it's a sack. Like, did you really disrupt the play?
1: No. So – so, in in essence, you're agreeing with me on his three sacks. I'm
2: I'm not a disagreeing, or I'm agreeing with your point that it's a misleading <laughs> statistic at times. But I'm not disagreeing. I'm not agreeing. You're not going d- to take a bunch of your
1: 68 that right. you're
2: predicting. Still so
0: counts apparently, and you got him on uh, skates, Pete. Way to go!
1: I do. You know me. You knew I was going to get. Once I saw that tweet, uh, I'm like, "What is he well, doing?" You know where,
2: You know where I. You know where I am, guys. With uh, the know, moon, it sounds you're like, like you're, you're on wireless. the moon. You're like in Alaska yeah, somewhere. Where are you? Why, why is, it, is it not? Am I not coming in clearly? No. Are you going
0: in? Not at all. And it's probably the best you've looked all year, I must say, Tony. Yeah,
1: as soon as it goes out, it's really good. Where Where are you? <laughs> you look like you're. Are you in Canton for something? I'm in. Uh, I'm in
2: Canton. At, I'm at Firestone, Pete, in Akron, oh. at a charity golf tournament.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, those are the ones that I hear. They just they just empty up the Brinks truck to pay to go to the Firestone.
0: <laughs> you think all the money in that uh, place yeah, they it, get I'm better super, internet?
1: I, I, I'm here for the I'm here for the charity event.
0: <laughs> you think they'd have better I mean, internet in that uh, place, Pete? I don't know. Did you
1: play? Did you play
0: today?
2: Uh, I played nine holes and I had to quit up to nine. It's still going on because of the show. And uh, I will call back in post this next break and I'll try it for my phone. I, it says I have full Wi-Fi, but it's obviously not coming in because I get about every other word that both of you say as well.
1: Yeah, it's not very, it's not very good, which means me mocking you the entire show won't have the same effect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. I'll still love it. We'll, the listeners will love it. However, Tony won't hear it. Hey. That's, that's part of the deal there. We'll get uh, to Tony uh, again coming up in a little bit. Hey, offense uh, cashed in those opportunities later, though, Pete. And, you know, it was a struggle uh, throughout the day. Both offenses on third and fourth down. Oh, my gosh. Just couldn't figure it out and had issues different ways. And um, let's start with the Jaguars on offense, Pete. They, you know, on a combined on third down and fourth down in this game, four of 15 three of 12 on third one of three on fourth they finally got the fourth down conversion on the go-ahead touchdown drive the throw to zay jones but you know doug peterson said today and actually let's hear him let's hear doug peterson a jaguars head coach on those short yardage third fourth down situations yesterday
3: nothing nothing um you know out of the ordinary we knew exactly where they were going to be defensively and and just um You know, execution, Uh, you know, we were laid off the ball a couple of times with the noise and things like that. So things we can, we can correct and things we can fix. But um, those are all opportunities. I think when you look at the, you know, third and fourth down scenarios that we had in the game, you know, if, if you can, if you would, if you would have told me that we'd have been average third and four for the entire game, you would be in that you know, 60 70% range of conversion. And so um, those are things we'll take a look at and we got to fix.
0: That's the head coach today and his day after press conference, available now on Jaguars.com. Pete, what do you make of the uh, the issues in the third and fourth downs?
1: Well, I, I think there was more than issues in third and fourth down, by the way. I mean, uh, I, I do. I, and I'm going to go – I got a bunch of thoughts on the offense. Uh, you know, I watched the tape on both sides of the ball today. And one of the things, even just watching it yesterday, we were in the green room at our place. And I thought he gave the play. If he gave the play call in the press, Taylor, it was a little disjointed for my liking.
2: Pete, I, I, give, me, Pete, give, me exa- give me an example. I, I assume I can hear you guys perfectly now. I'm hoping this connection's better. better. Um,
1: well, the third and, was a third and four run. Didn't like that third and four run wasn't it wasn't it third and four third and three he ran in the middle i didn't like that one um the couple a couple of runs i didn't like when they were called i I thought they went too horizontal at times the fourth and one the quick throw over to um to ingram
2: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna okay first of all let me start the third and three where trevor quarterback sneaked i did not understand
1: that that i didn't like
2: now he might have done that himself. He I might have audible like he did on the That's goal right. line against the Chargers. That's right. That's right. He could have done that himself. If you go back to, because this is the second person who's complained about the, the uh, quick screen to Evan Ingram on the fourth and one. If Brent Strange makes that block, well, he, he, but he didn't. I know, but Pete, it's set up. You you have out leveraged the defense. It's a one on one block, and it's not only a first down. He might be.
1: It's, it, but there's two there's two five, guys there it was weird the way they did guy, it too it was one guy it was one guy.
4: no he had if, one and the
1: other guy had another
4: yes he did if, if, there were brent two strange,
2: guys. if brent strange makes that block and brent strange is one of their best blockers he missed his block easy, it's an get easy back. first it's an easy first down
1: okay, he missed his block but there were two guys out there blocking and they did it it was strange the way they did it he came if you look at it he came off his yes he was okay so you like the play call? It wasn't awful. I just think there was a lot of stuff to the side. Here's the other thing I, that bothered me about the offense. There was too much Ridley, and you're gonna. You guys probably will sit there and say, "Well, what are you talking about?" There were times in that game where no, I think I, Lawrence got locked on Ridley. When he had Kirk, and I'll give you an example. There was a sideline throw to the left side. Kirk had come off. he had run a pivot route and came back inside. He's, 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 wide, he's wide open. open.
2: He, and he, I, know, I, I agree with you. I think I think there was. I think Trevor, from me watching the game locked in i i actually agree with that
1: point that's the first good point
2: you've made this entire no always
1: good every every point is good the sacks point was good the disjointed play calling was good this is fantastic and here's the other thing trevor didn't do and, and you know how i feel about him i think the guy's going to win the mvp and he made some incredible throws the throw he made going to his left throwing back across his body was incredible the one to zay in the end zone was fantastic here's what he didn't do though and i don't know why because this is something he started doing at the end of- he didn't get to the backside. And there were times and Tony, you'll probably remember some of these plays where he had Ingram once in the middle that would have been a big play if he comes to the backside. He had a I think even it might have even been Ridley on the back side if he comes to the backside. he was too front side dominant and he needs to get because it wasn't early in the game there were times there was time when he could stand there and make that decision to go back to the backside. So and and the Ridley stuff, there was another example where, He had Kirk open and he went to Ridley or somebody else. He went to force it to Ridley. So Ridley dominant isn't a bad thing, but you got to be smart about it. You got to, if he's got two guys on him, you got to get to the open guy. My
2: complaint about the offense, Pete and JP was, it never felt like they were in a rhythm. And I think part of that is because they never got the run game going. I mean, they got, what, they get a a total of a hundred yards and that's with you know, um, Travis Etienne getting the twenty six or at uh, twenty six yarder at the end.
0: Yeah, hundred and five that... total yards rushing.
2: Well, they couldn't yeah, block and ninety and ninety nine. I thought I thought the interior of that of the Jags' offense line struggled with those two guys.
1: They were both uh, they both threw them around like they were. I mean, Buckner and and, and Stewart threw them around. They were, you watch the tape; they were in the backfield the whole game. You know, and Bart struggled in a big way. He was bad. Fortner didn't play great, and Sh- Sheriff didn't play mm-hmm. great. You know the
2: interesting thing is, Pete. I thought Fortner started okay,
1: and then he and then got it, worse. And then it got worse as the game went on. Yeah, I'm with you, and, and that was a problem because those guys clogged up everything. Even the run ETN made, they clogged that up too, and he made the oh. bounce outside. And so uh, I'm with you, Tony. There were the, the they had problems running the game, but there wasn't a lot of down the field stuff either. Yeah,
2: but because that's because Gus is Gus. not going to allow it. They they knew that going in. Gus was going to – Pete, it's the same thing Gus did to Patrick Mahomes.
1: I know, but there was times when he could have got to the backside and he had time to do it. He would have had a shot, a couple of shots down the side. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I That's the way Gus plays defense, and, and I understand that. But uh, they, they need to stretch it. But, again, just like I said to open the show, J.P., mm-hmm. They scored 31 points, and they weren't that good.
0: That's, yes. <laughs> We're talking about this in a win, a 10-point win on the road in the division, which is a good thing.
2: Well, that and that's the key. And that was my point to everybody this morning on Dan and Jeff's show, people I've talked to. is like, everyone just take a deep breath. You went on the road opening weekend in the division against a young team but a very well-coached team with a couple really good defensive players. I'll tell you what, that's Zaire Franklin. He I had a great he's right? better than Leonard now. <laughs> yeah, he's way better. That dude is everywhere and you won by and by the way you won by 10 on the road giving up a defensive touchdown.
1: Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
2: I mean you 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 played a sloppy game. I said it after I said it on the broadcast afterwards and JP I'm sure you heard this is this is the perfect win if you're a head coach. Perfect win because you won, you're 1 and 0. In the division, and you have like fifty coaching points you can make to just wear them out during the week, and and and, and Doug doesn't wear people out. But you know what I mean? Like you have a lot of points to emphasize that where you can get better.
1: And here's the other part of that we talked about: they they scored thirty-one points, and they didn't play well on offense. I didn't think. And here's the other part of that: you won a game where normally in years past you would have wilted under that moment. That's right. That they would have they would have folded. They didn't fold on the road. They did not fold. And that's the sign of a good team. So you take, I'm with you, Tony. You take from that, you won by 10 on the road, division foe. You got to take that as a
0: positive. They learned how to win down the stretch last season. It has carried over at least through one week here in 2023. JP, yes.
2: Don't don't say it carried over from
1: last year because Pete doesn't believe in anything carrying over from one season to the next.
0: No.
1: It it carries over if you know how to win. That carries over. I've always said that. I've can, said can that to you, you, you.
2: Can you can you just remind us of what carries over and what doesn't? Because I get very confused because you change your position and your points all. The because
1: time. every team, the same team that they put on the field this year is the same exact team that they put on the field last year, so it carries over. <laughs> I mean, the right tackle, the right tackle, he was he was in college last year, so I'm sure it carried over for him. Too. <laughs>
0: Let's come back in a moment. Plenty ahead. Jags fans want customized Jaguars furniture for your home. Check out ZipChair.com to browse all customizable options. ZipChair, furniture for fans. Coming up in just a little bit, the second hour of the program, we'll have Fanatics fan questions. We'll keep it real. We'll go around the league. And so much more after a Jaguars win. It is Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans.
3: I thought some great things. Um, you know, we knew coming in that, that you know, uh, this quarterback, you know, Anthony Richardson is a, is a big, strong, powerful guy, and, and um, you know he showed that a little bit today. And but I thought our defense really held in there, did a nice job, in getting getting them off the field on third down. Um, you know, we kind of exchanged some fourth downs in the football game, which we have to get better at, and obviously none bigger than than the goal line stand at the end of the game. But creating takeaways, we talk a lot about. They did that. Um, and really, really kept us in this football game the whole day.
0: It's Doug Peterson after the game yesterday in Indianapolis after a Jaguars win 31-21. The Jaguars are in first place in the AFC South. It's Jaguars happy hour presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Briscoe, Tony Baselli, and the Jaguars' defense played well. I think the last hey, 20 before we go. yes, Tony, Go ahead.
2: Before I, I didn't get to tell you, so I because it was all choppy, but I am in Canton. Um, and Pete, you'll love this: um, having travel, having traveled for work all the time. So in the game, I get a text message from my from my the airline United. My flight's been canceled. Like a bunch of flights got canceled from Indy, so no flights. I have to be here. I got to rent a car and drive from Indy to Canton, and had to wait an hour with every other person like me. That got their flight canceled for a rental car. It was a nightmare.
1: Yeah, but that's not that far, though, was it? About four hours, right? Four and a
2: half hours.
4: So yeah. After a game,
2: after after a game, and waiting for uh, an hour, just even waiting in line for an hour just to get a dang car. Long
0: night. It's not like there's much that's out that. there either on that road. I mean, it's just kind of you're just driving oh, down I seventy. What yeah.
1: do you drive? What do I- you drive down through Cincinnati and then up? I have no
2: idea. I no. just put them. Yeah.
0: Closest to yeah, 70 no, you, East, Dayton, Columbus, and then up. Yeah, yeah th- no, that
2: that's right. That's yeah. exactly right, Dickie. And yeah. then the, the best part was it gets dark, and everyone's flashing me because I realized they gave me a rental car where the uh, rear uh, lights didn't work. <laughs> oh,
1: you were going to get pulled over.
0: Danger to society. <laughs> yeah,
1: come but if you, were in, if you were close to Canton, you should have just pulled out your gold jacket and said, come Rave on. Leave it out gosh, the window. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Look, yeah, it was... look what
1: I got with me—my gold jacket. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, it was—it uh, was one of those nights of planes, trains, and automobiles, and uh, not great.
0: Been there, done is that. The
1: That's for sure. Is the Firestone course in Canton?
0: It's not in Canton, is it?
1: It's in
2: Akron, which is about twenty yeah, minutes away.
1: It's north, yeah.
0: Jaguars defense Uh, I think it was the last 26 minutes or something like that they didn't allow any offensive scores in some tight moments they the lead was given up the uh, the Colts defense scored and the Jags defense kind of held their own in the second half and gave everybody else a chance to get their act together at the end of the game but you got to give some credit to this defensive group the way they played overall Pete what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were some good things, uh, you know, I, again, the sack number is a little bloated, but um, he did. Pre- I thought Josh Allen pressured the quarterback. I thought Trayvon Walker had a couple of pressures as well. He got inside on one play, Tony, where he came up the field and came underneath the tackle, which I thought was a good sign. Uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, they, they played well enough. I thought uh, the interior guys did some good things. You know, Ledbetter made a couple plays when he went in the game. Which, you know, for a guy that might not have made the team, if guys were healthy, he played, he did some good things. Uh Fodacassi was okay. Um, you know, Roy Robertson Harris was kind of quiet. Didn't you think? Yeah, but I think
2: part of it too, though, Pete, with the rush, you got to realize, I think they were, they were being very disciplined in the rush. And so if you watch a lot of the rushes, they were trying to do kind of a mush rush to keep Anthony Richardson in the pocket. Yeah. And so that's why, that's why I have no issues. Yeah, were, the, were they pure, you know, highlight reel sacks by Trayvon or Josh? No, but they were good football plays. They were disciplined rushes. And I thought Josh especially
1: was all over the field. And he was really, he was really good. And I'm, by the way, when I, you know, look, they count and, and I'm just, I just point out the fact of them and they count, but he was, you're right. He was good. Like that run play that they just showed where he, where he blasted the back and, yeah. and he was active. He's athletic. Yeah. I, I, that was one of his better games, to be honest with you. And
2: you gotta be smart when you rush a guy like Anthony Richardson, because if you get out of your lanes and kind of try to make moves and come up underneath and like, even the one Trayvon came up underneath, where did, where did Anthony Richardson go? He escaped and was on the perimeter. And so, it, I'm not saying it was a bad rush, but you got to be really smart and disciplined when you rush a guy like that. And I thought they were. They kept him in the pocket. They were trying to force him to beat the, beat them from the pocket. And I thought their tackling was really good for an early-season game. I thought they were physical. They ran to the ball. Um, now, they got the big stops when they had to. It could have been a much different game if they don't. But they did. And, you know – It was interesting. I think Shane Steichen, looking at that game, sometimes kicking field goals, guys, isn't a bad idea. uh,
1: This whole league has gotten way out of whack with that. It's incredible. It's everywhere. I
2: thought thought at the end of the game he blew it completely. He should have kicked the field goal. Of course, and tried the onside onside kick. Well, not even that. If he would have been playing fast, the first fourth down, I think, was just out right around the two-minute warning. He had two timeouts. He could have kicked it and stopped the clock, played – True defense, and the you know the Jags were going to try to run it, and that run they were not successful all day for the most part. He could have got the ball back with a minute left,
1: and then he had another fourth down. He should have kicked. The, he went for it. He should have kicked.
2: Yeah. So, but the Jags came up big. I thought the defense giving up 14 points. I thought they did a good job. Was it a great job? No, but was it a very good uh, effort by the defense? Absolutely.
1: Well, that's not a good offense either. Let's be real. It's not a good offense, and, and, and let's go through and talk about some of the guys, though, because I, I, like I thought Lloyd would flash more, he didn't. That was a little disappointing. How about the penalty,
0: Pete? He had didn't he have a yeah. like a penalty, like a helmet to helmet kind of deal or helmet
1: to helmet hit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought Campbell was good, but they don't scare you down the field. Rayshon Jenkins looked slow against Michael Pittman. My gosh, didn't he? M- Michael Pittman ripping down the sideline, and Rayshon Jenkins looked like he was in concrete.
0: Yeah, Pittman's had some big games against this defense as of late, Pete.
1: And you know, I thought, you know, actually played pretty. And look, you're not asked to do a lot of stuff in the slot, but Herndon made some plays on Sunday. I thought, I thought he did. I mean, yeah, I thought he was okay. Um,
2: he's, a, he's, a, he's a good blitzer.
1: He is a um, good blitzer.
2: He is a really yeah, good blitzer. I thought he did a good job at that.
1: So who didn't play well in your mind, Tony? I'm sure you rewatched it.
2: Um, I don't think anyone played poorly on defense. You know, the, Roy didn't flash as much as I thought he would. Well, he's you know, also Roy, playing
1: against um, Quentin Nelson, too, yeah, he, beat the, the,
2: he, beat, he beat He beat the him.
1: hell out of Quentin last,
2: yeah, year. last year. He beat the hell out of him. Um, he didn't play bad though. No, um, I thought I thought Cisco was really good. Um, I thought that was a terrible. Pen. I don't think that was the penalty on him. Either, I don't. Either. By the way, he le- he led with the shoulder. Um, Tyson Campbell was great. Um,
1: and again, you know, they, I, nobody I, scares I, down the field either on that team. No,
2: no, no. But yeah, I thought I don't know if Devin had a bad game, but he didn't pop. Right. Um, I thought he did have a couple nice blitzes, like really good blitzes. Um, if you go back and watch that. Pete, um, and the, yeah, he,
1: moves, know, so he thought, a Yeah, and he's much more comfortable. He looks much more comfortable, yeah. which is big. He looks uh, way more
2: instinctful in the run game in the right places. So
1: you'll agree with uh, me that Rayshon Jenkins looks slow on that play.
2: On which one?
1: When, when Pittman went buzzing by him for a touchdown. I'm
2: trying to think of the
1: exact play. You, is this uh, it here? Oh yeah. This, Look, watch this,
2: him. Yeah, this play right here. Well, he was getting blocked coming off. That yeah, but right it's still, he looks slow, though. 11 25 like to play,
0: third quarter. The Pittman 39 yard touchdown reception. Yeah, but th-
2: that play right there never should have happened. Give him second and 29. I mean, it, you should have given him a field goal at worst. And the, I mean, this is, they're out leveraged. They're not running. They did not have good pursuit angles. They didn't give off blocks. I mean, this was, you know, they, I, Pete, I thought they were out leveraged from the start of this play, um, just formationally. So I don't know if it was an alignment issue or what, but that well, was. Pittman's way not a
1: Pittman's on. not a burner by any stretch of the imagination, and
0: he ran right yeah, by. But not,
1: but not, yeah, but he, but Rayshon's getting blocked, Pete. He you came know, off the block and he was even with him, and yeah. next thing you know, he's by him like in two seconds.
0: He was backpedaling off the he, block. He he was backpedaling, trying to stop. All I'm saying, saying is he looks slow on the play.
2: I disagree with you on that. I think you're being way too critical.
0: He had to turn while he was running. <laughs> if right.
1: He was even with him at one point.
0: Yeah, the guy had a full head of steam, though, Pete.
1: Okay, right? Pete. There, he's Pete. off, and he's – well, he's actually four yards ahead of him. No, he's not, Pete. When he's – he is just
2: turning his hips when they're even, and Rayshon's starting the run, and Pittman's running full speed. Okay, he gets hit
1: there.
4: Full Right speed. now. He's, four he's, yards. He's t-
1: there's four yards. Now there's two not, yards, and he turned his hips. Now. Okay, no, there. He, he turned the hips. They're even. Pete, you are, you're a curmudgeon. No, <laughs> <laughs> just. Yeah. Wait, did I? It it just. Yeah. He didn't look. He looked slow on that play. That's all I'm Maybe saying. Maybe it was
0: just a good play by the Colts, though. Too like.
1: Yeah, I, dis- I Well, just it can be JP. a combination of the two, JP. It could be that it was a good play call by the Colts, and the Rayshon looked slow on that play. I, I disagree, JP, with
0: Pete. I agree with Tony times. that Pete is a curmudgeon. I agree with that part. Well, I might be a curmudgeon, but I'm also
1: right about that. He looks slow on that play. Pete, this is one of your worst shows ever. Yeah, I
0: we're mean, not off there great
2: start.
1: cuz I'm criticizing things when they're winning 31 21? Is that why you're just No, you you are a little nitpicky there. So I mean, I, I, Okay, it's nitpicky, but it just he didn't look he looked slow on that play. And that might come back and haunt you later on. I
0: think they'll be fine. Sign up your furry friend for the Jaguars' official four-legged fan club. For pets, presented by Forever Vets Animal Hospital, your pet will receive access to exclusive merchandise, events, and sweepstakes throughout the season. Visit jaguars.com slash promotions slash four-legged fan club to sign up today. Back on the offensive show
5: feels good. I mean, that's a good team. Presented some challenges for us, you know, offensively. Pretty sloppy game. Obviously, some some good points in the game for us. You know, we made some plays. We ended up making the plays we had to make to win. Uh, defense really kept us in the game, you know, I thought. So we I mean, only given up 14 points. Um, we put them in a bad spot a few times where they got some huge stops, from, you know, turnover on downs, some, some turnovers. It was big. It was great to see them pick us up when we needed it. Obviously, it wasn't a super clean game offensively. There's a lot of things to clean up, but, you know, can't be too upset with a win. It's hard to win in this league and division game, too. So, that's, that's big for us. Good start.
0: Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on Monday. That's the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. J.P. Shadrick from the Hyundai Studios at the Miller Electric Center getting pummeled by rain and thunder and lightning right now. It sounds like at least. Pete Briscoe, Tony Paselli. After a Jaguars win, 31-21 over the Indianapolis Colts, we're on 1010XLAM, Jaguars.com, Jaguars YouTube. Glad you're with us today. And, uh, yeah, Trevor's performance, 30, no, 24 of 32 passing, 241 yards, two touchdown passes, one interception, hit off Bigsby's hands. And, uh, hey, you know, 103 rating and change. Efficient day, Pete, I mean, for the most part, right?
1: Yeah, and, and again, when you're playing, like Tony mentioned, when you're playing Gus Bradley's defense, you have to be efficient. I, I just think there were opportunities for him to get off Ridley and get on to somebody else. And even this touchdown, he if he comes back to the left right away and he was pressured, he had strange wide open. Did you see that from the start, yeah, Tony?
2: Yeah, but Pete, but if, you, if you look at the end zone copy of that, by the time he flips his hip, yeah. so that defender is kind of starting to drift that way. Yeah. And, and And so, I think he did a great job of kind of putting that defender in a bind and playing off of him. and I, I think that's why he hit Ridley because he started treating toward cheating towards strange. yeah but yeah early in the, early in the play you're right, he was open, but he had flipped his hips and was in the and couldn't see at that point. by the way, that's get... something
1: if that's th- that play, I would come back to that at some point because strange kind of drifted across the formation and was wide open. I mean, he was wide open.
0: Um, but yeah, Trevor's always, Trevor's always
4: been,
0: sorry, uh, Trevor's always been really good rolling left though. That's not an easy thing to do, but he's shown that on numerous occasions. Well, the one throw he he made
1: throw, was that the Zay Jones on the sideline? That was incredible. It's rolling left. That was a great throw. Yeah.
2: I thought he made, how about the, the crosser on the boot that he hit, uh, um, was, yeah, it was a boot and the rush is coming right in his field. Up in his face, and somehow he's, you know, just threads the needle into the Ridley between two defenders. I was like,
4: "Holy
1: cow! How did that get in there?" The one where they both got hurt on it. Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't even know why. I'm. I was sitting there thinking, "What are you throwing that for?" I was trying to figure out why he's throwing that. Yeah, <laughs> to the right, is- right here. He sets his feet and just goes boom.
0: And that was a fumble play you know too. The fumble went out of bounds after.
1: Yeah, yeah you know I don't know how they even like looked at that. It was so obvious the guy was out of bounds. I mean, it's ridiculous. But that throw, you're right, Tony. That throw where he when he he put it in, I'm like, why are you throwing there?
0: <laughs> and then you got the uh... he,
2: this is this is another one. He made throws.
1: That's a great
2: hustle play by ETM. By the way, we're looking at right there on the Ridley, where he he should have scored, but he stepped out of
0: bounds. Six and a half to he play did... second quarter.
2: Yeah, he made some throws, Pete, where you just know that he trusts his arm like nothing else. Like,
0: he has the type
2: of arm that only a handful of guys have in this league and the accuracy to do it where he just sees a window and he's like, I can get it in there.
1: He dropped down one time on a throw, too, which is interesting. Yeah, I, I just think there there's a lot of his game that is expanding and getting better and more confident and moving to the next level. I just would have liked it, and I thought he didn't get off Ridley soon enough on some plays, like I said, and I thought he needed to get to the backside a couple times. And and well, here's the beauty, Pete. It was
2: not Trevor wasn't at his best, and he was 103 quarterback rating. Yeah, and should and should have played a clean game, no interceptions. If Bigsby doesn't play volleyball
1: with the ball, is coming towards him.
0: It was a little behind there, him, though. A little
1: behind there him. Wasn't there, what's the one there, that he threw behind the guy? Was that, 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 was that Bigsby? That, no, that was a. That it,
2: was called it, back, felt,
4: wasn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was called back. Yeah, he right. dropped it. It looked like, and I can't remember if it was Kirk or Ridley. Or is it, it, it Kirk? It was Kirk. It almost looked like he thought he was going to sit it down because he couldn't throw the slant because Leonard was sitting right there. So if, And I don't know if it was a miscommunication between. It looked like um, it trevor and uh, christian or if it was just a
1: bad throw uh, who knows it's uh, hard i don't because you get you're i think you're right because it looked like he had an area to sit in and he didn't sit yeah it was almost like the slant you, you keep this you keep on the move on the slant
2: if it's man and if it's zone you're going to sit it down there that, i mean that's my i'm guessing here by the way but i'll say this trevor was not at his best yesterday and if that is a above average trevor then my goodness
1: well yeah like down. a year ago people in this town would have done cartwheels for that <laughs> performance right. i mean it, you know but he's he's not on pace for the touchdown well he, i guess he is still on pay i said 30 now nah, he's got to pick it up a little bit i said 30 <laughs> 35 to 37 so he's got to pick it up a little bit only two well, right now enough. he's at 34 yeah,
2: yeah. right so and what is I mean, the
1: point you know, remember i said they'd score uh, 500 points. So that doesn't keep him at. Is that that takes him off of that too, right?
2: Well, they 31. No, right. But Pete, right now, if you do math, I know math is hard for you. Yeah. No, it's not. Th- Thirty-one times 17. Right. Is approximately 521
1: or 500 and some odd of points. That, and they weren't even good. That's the, that's what you got to take away from that. They were not crisp and good. That was not an offensive performance. Where you came away from it, and you went, "Oh my gosh, that offense is explosive as can be." That that's not what it was.
0: Thirty-one times seventeen is five hundred twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so five hundred. So they're going to score five hundred points because that wasn't even good. Well, they're going to play better teams too, though. Pete, let's be
0: clear about that. True, like this week against the Chiefs. Hey, uh, that's look- not a
2: great defense, though. But, well, it's a great defense if Chris Jones is there. Is he coming back this week?
0: Well, Who knows? I haven't heard. Looks, haven't heard. I haven't heard. Even uh, if he is back, he's going to be ready to play.
2: Can I, can I send a message to Chris and say, Chris, I would sit out one more week and Travis. <laughs> one more? Travis. Travis, you probably should get let that knee get all I've had I've had a bone bruise in the knee before. You don't play on that early because it'll be lingering for a
0: long
4: time. <laughs> look at, look at you.
0: <laughs> hey, let's let's touch on Ridley's performance before we get out of here. Um eleven targets, eight catches, one oh one, and the touchdown, but most of that in the first half. What changed in the second half? Did they cover him different? What what happened?
1: Hard to say. I mean, Pete, you tell me. I didn't think um, they carved. There were times where he had two guys on him, though, and and yeah. So and over the top. I mean, at the after the first half, I thought he was going to have two hundred. I thought it was going to be
2: a Tyree kill day. Um, the way it was going, I think more than anything, JP, there was a time there in the third quarter they weren't on the. It didn't feel like they were on the field very much.
1: Yeah. It was just
2: it was very it was very choppy. Like they never got in a rhythm.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought. Disjointed, not crisp. The whole, every, any other kind of phrase you want for it. It just never looked like it was. I mean, this is a great. This is a, the the one where he spun out and went down the sidelines. Is just a great individual play. Yeah, that's, that's a good that point,
0: is. Tony, because they had the field goal they made to make it seventeen fourteen. The next possessions are four and out, turnover on downs, uh, the fumble play, which didn't take long, another three and out um and an, uh, a four and, and give it over on downs again those are the next possessions so yeah they yeah, wanted the they field yeah they only much.
2: had 11 plays like 11 Good or 12 point. plays in the third quarter it just it, it it felt like there wasn't a lot of opportunities and i remember i was as i was sitting there watching the game and when they went down 21-17 i mean if i'm being honest i was a little bit nervous just because they were so out of sync offensively i'm like man something and i'll tell you what we haven't talked about it. That Jamal Agnew return big, changed the game.
0: Big. Because they were going to hit the
2: ball. That, ball. that ball was bouncing. It was going to be inside the 10. He picks it up off the bounce, and then you see the speed why he's one of the fastest guys in the NFL. He just basically outruns everybody to the corner. And it was – I mean, that was such an important play. Um. Yeah, it's, he gets at the five.
0: Yep. That's and it's impressive.
2: Here, here he goes. Good luck. You're not going to catch him, guys.
0: Good play I mean, by Darius I mean, Williams, did. not to crack back on that guy either. That was a good block.
2: Yeah, it's smart football. Um, so, And then everything changed from there. Then they felt like, okay. But it still took a fourth down conversion down there. Yeah, for, the and first, Pete, what did you think about that decision quarter. about um, Doug going for it on fourth and three or four, uh, down four, instead of kicking the field goal and making a one-point
1: game? Uh, I'm, I'm Normally me, I would kick the field goal, particularly with a rookie quarterback on the other side. Um, you know, if you had a high-flying offense, maybe you go for it there. Uh, you know, the Titans did something similar in their game yesterday and, you know, two-and-a-half minutes to go in the game. Down 16-12, they kicked the field goal to make it 16-15 and never got the ball back.
2: Never got the ball back,
1: yeah. There was about, about eight-and-a-half eight
0: minutes left when they decided to do that. Yeah, it was um, fourth and two I, at the was 15, a, Tony, with seven twenty to to yeah. play. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was a coin flip for me. Yeah,
1: I mean, there are times in this league where I think these coaches are getting a little out of hand with going for it on every down, too.
0: Well, Doug, that's been Doug's yeah. M.O. for a while. Peterson. I get done.
1: it. I mean, I, I can't really argue. The quarterback sneak, how did he not get an inch or whatever it was on that play? Well, you, I'll tell you how, Pete. They got beat up up front on the interior. They did. Those interior guys got beat up a little bit. But still, even if it was... Okay, the first quarterback sneak, there was nobody in there, so he did it. I think he did that. I think you're right, Tony. I think he did that on his own because there was nobody there. So the funny thing is, is he kind of bopped that. He could have easily got those three yards, as crazy as that sounds. And then the next one, they got no push at all. No, no. And it was only what? That far? It was not far.
2: The third and three, I think... He dove early. If
1: he tries to stay on his feet longer, he probably gets it easy. And then Jacksonville stopped them on their push sneak, too, which is great. Incre- and I went back and watched that. I'll tell you what. Those guys got underneath them. They, they went w- way Pete, I thought we were physical on the interior. I know
2: we both said Roy didn't play a dominating game like we've seen in the past. But I thought we were very physical up front,
1: across the board.
2: Both Trayvon and Josh and all anytime whoever the three guys in there
1: were physical. Yeah, Goss has made a couple good plays as well. And and Fodacossi, having him in the game is big for them. Big.
4: Yeah, he's
2: healthy. He's a big, powerful individual, and he makes them better. So it'll be interesting, you know, if they can play that type of – if they can play good run defense with an offense who I think is just going to get better and better and better, well, you you can – you might be – I might be right on the sack total because you're going to get a lot of opportunities to rush the passer.
0: Guys, let's come back. Uh, we'll get into the rookie debuts yesterday. Uh, oof, some oof. Oof, oof. is that an oof? There's, there's some oofs. Okay, well, we'll get to those. We'll get to some good things as well. If you're looking for the MVP of the truck game, look no further than Ford F-150, loaded with impressive capability. And designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between. This truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans.
5: Kind of a weird play. It's like it's tough. Obviously, you get get hit, and you don't know if it's a fumble or incompletion. And you know, we t- we teach our guys treat every loose ball like it's a fumble because. That and he even recovered it and then just standing there and they punched the ball out because the ref did blow the whistle. So that's a crazy play and one to learn from. Um, It's a shame having to a rookie because that would have been a tough play for anyone, really. You recover it and then you end up getting it punched out. So, yeah, just you learn from it, you move on, and that just shows the faith that we have in him to put the ball back in his hands there and you know to give us that big touchdown to go up 10 at the end. So
0: That's quarterback Trevor Lawrence discussing that uh, wild sack fumble play recovered by Bigsby, no whistle, punched out by Zaire Franklin, and then Buckner, who forced the first fumble, recovered the second fumble and returned it 26 yards for a touchdown. The go-ahead score for Indy at that point late in the third quarter. Jaguars happy hour, final moments of the opening hour presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, and Tony Baselli, And that leads us in to some of the rookies making their debut for the Jaguars and our thoughts maybe about how they played. Let's start with Bigsby overall and the stats, seven carries, 13 yards, and a touchdown. That uh, touchdown, by the way, uh, was the one that put them up by three, 24-21. That was the go-ahead score. It put them up for good. They added another one later from ETN to go up by 10. Uh, Either way, uh, Bigsby, that one target hit off his hands for the interception. What did you think of Tank overall?
1: I mean, it, it wasn't um, anything great. I mean, uh, you know, again, there wasn't much push in the middle of the line, and he's a guy that needs to have push in the middle of the line, so that's going to be a problem for him. Uh, here, here's one thing that somebody asked me, Tony, about that play. You know, there, you give yourself up in the NFL at times, and so what if somebody had come in and just blasted him? Isn't that kind of like – you got the ball, and you've almost given yourself up a little bit. No, so they could have no, blasted he him. He
2: didn't, he
1: didn't, he didn't, Yeah, he didn't give himself up. He was, had the ball.
2: He's a carrier. You give yourself up, you take a knee. You well, not, necessar- not
1: necessarily. Not yeah, necessarily yeah. taking a knee. You can give yourself up in a situation. You can't
2: where... just. You can't
1: give yourself up just standing there, Pete. No, but you can go down. You're right. He's standing yeah, there,
2: but he's standing there. It's a What, if, bl-
1: what if somebody had blasted him? Would that have been a penalty no it's clean play
0: so it would have blasted him he probably would have held on to the football because they didn't punch the ball yeah I,
1: I, th- I look he's gonna become more aware of that I it was okay for him the day that and that you're not gonna you know look he he's been around football long enough he should know that to play through the whistle or keep going but do you do you think he was running I mean the guard is not getting any push into the center that hurt him in a big way
2: yeah I don't think he was dynamic in the run game but I'm not going to put that on him. There was nothing special in the run game. We say that, no. Um, but you know what? It, you got to have an offensive line to block for you. Um, you know, but he didn't like. Now the flip side of that is ETN on the twenty-six yarder, there was no blocking on the interior as well, and he made a great bounce to the outside and used the speed to get outside. Um, that was a great run. I, I mean, it, it wasn't. Listen, he he was ultimately he's responsible for the turnover because he's holding the ball and it ends up being a. Fumble and uh, you know two fumbles on the play. Trevor fumbled and then uh, he fumbled as well.
1: And then the and then the interception.
2: And then the interception. I I mean, I know the ball was a little bit behind them, but I just you're an NFL player. You got to catch that.
0: Hey, how did uh, Hanton Harrison play at right tackle?
2: Hold on, I want to look at this play. Am I wrong that he? It's a bad. It was a bad throw,
1: right? I get that.
2: Go Go back to. Let me
1: see it again. Let me see it again.
2: Uh, Pete, watch this. I I mean, I remember watching. I thought he
1: – It wasn't okay, a great it was like, throw. It would have been a tough catch. But.
2: Okay, but it, it's – he catches and then, he like, kicks it. Like it, Does it hit his knee or something? Like bounces straight up. What was That's the what flag for? Illegal uh, legal formation.
0: Yeah, formation oh. was bad. Um, quickly, we've got about a minute left. How did Anton Harrison play in his debut at right tackle, Tony?
2: Uh, Okay. Not yeah great. gave, gave up some uh, gave a couple soft corners. He's gonna work on his sets against Quitty pay. He's not a great pass rusher.
1: yeah, um I, he was okay,
2: but, I, but it I wasn't was, it wasn't bad by any means. I no, it wasn't he
1: overwhelming. Was,
2: he, how about this? I would give him a solid first start. It was solid.
1: great good
2: solid first Grade. start. He
1: did some good things actually he did some good things in the run game. he did. He's.
2: he's way more physical. I'm gonna give him a B. How about a B
1: B b minus. We're going to talk when we come back on the other side. We should go through the offensive line and and dissect ah, it a little bit, chop it up.
0: We can do that absolutely. Um, we have... do you have your do you have your do you have your PFF grades, Pete? Yeah, I got them for you. Oh, we love you. those. We love. I don't think
1: them. it's good. I I don't think it's good. Well, we're... I mean, the interior Stewart and Buckner were in the backfield the
0: whole day. Hey, we're back in a moment. First hour down presented by Jet Home Loans. Second hour coming up including fanatics, fan questions, we'll keep it real, offensive line talk, all of that ahead. It's a victory overreaction Monday and it's Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
3: I think it's going to be everything. You know, um, I know it's an early start, but it might be a little bit warm, but, you know, we'd love to have a full full crowd. You know, it's, you know, anytime you start your season at home with the defending Super Bowl champions, um, it's exciting. You know, it's exciting for us and as a team and, and obviously for our fans. And uh, uh, expect a, a full crowd and, and um, you know, just looking forward to, to Sunday.
0: Doug Peterson today, the day after press conference, available on Jaguars.com. And welcome back. It's the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings from the Hyundai Studios at the Miller Electric Center. J.P. Shadrick with you. Jaguars picked up a 31-21 win over the Colts in Week 1. The Jags' defense set the tone all day, great on third and fourth downs. The Jags' offense cashed in late when they needed to, and then special teams, Jamal Agnew's punt return, flipped the field in a key moment in the fourth quarter, and the Jaguars scored the uh, go-ahead touchdown on a short field there. The Jags are now 1-0. and Every other division team lost, and this week, as referenced, Moments ago from the head coach, the champions come to town. The Kansas City Chiefs have won two of the last four Lombardi trophies. They've hosted the AFC Championship game five years in a row. They are the gold standard in the NFL. Standing room tickets available. The place should be overflowing with intensity, Pete Prisco and Tony Bacelli We'll get to that coming up, but um, still some business to attend to from this week one game for the Jaguars. 31-21, 10-point win on the road in the division. We'll take it.
1: Yeah, and again, like we've been saying all along, I, I just think that when you're a sign of a good team and a good offense is you scored 31 points, you didn't play that well on offense, and you were in a game in the third quarter that you might have lost in the years past and you found a way to win win by 10. So good signs from that standpoint, even though Tony says I'm being a curmudgeon and nitpicky. Um, guys, somebody's got to bring some levity to your pom-pom waving, don't we?
2: What are you talking I'm not the pom-pom waver. I mean, you said they're going to win 13, 14 games, whatever you said. 13,
0: 13, and the number one seed. And, and the
2: number,
0: number one seed. Seat. Yeah. So I still believe I'm that.
2: Not, I mean, I'm not pom-pom waving anything. I do, I do agree with Doug. This is a big early game um, for a lot of reasons. One, home opener. You know, you're coming off a big division win. You're playing the Super Bowl uh, defending champs, um, defending Super Bowl champs. Um, Kind of, I mean, I said th- even with even with them losing opening night in Kansas City. Now they were down with their, you know, they didn't have their best two non quarterback players on the team, and their receivers are not the same after losing um, Juju Smith Schuster and Hardman uh, off last year's team. But they're still, they still have Patrick Mahomes. They're still coached by Andy Reid. They're still dang good, um, and I still think most people feel like the AFC goes through Kansas City. Until you know, until somebody replaces them in the Super Bowl um, on a consistent basis. Now Cincinnati did uh, you know, two years ago, but still it's Patrick Mahomes and, and everyone's Was it three of the last four years for them, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they're coming to your place. Um, if you can make them zero and two, and you're two and zero, you have the tiebreaker head-to-head with them if it comes to um, seedings, um, where the playoff seedings late in the year, and, and it just. It sets the tone also of kind of your position in the AFC. Now, if you lose, it's not the end of the world. And if you win, it doesn't mean you're going to the Super Bowl. I'll go back to 2018, week two, when the Patriots came to town, defending Super Bowl champs. Um, actually, they had lost the Super Bowl to Philly, excuse me, but had beaten us in the AFC title game. And you remember, we blew the doors off them here, um, and everyone thought, you know, we had arrived, and we ended up winning five games that year. And so – you know, either way, you can't get too up or too down, regardless of the outcome. But it's still a big, just it's home opener. You want the crowd crazy. You want to set the tone. And trust me, people will be talking about this game on Sports Center. And the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence go beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs.
1: It's going to be a big story. It's going to mean something. It makes them relevant in the season. That's what it does. It doesn't just make them. Oh, they're the best team in that division. It makes them. It would make them relevant in the, in terms of everybody in as a contender in the AFC.
0: They would have a road division win, and they would have a win against a perennial contender. Uh, hey, uh, some trivia, Pete. When was the last time the Chiefs were zero two?
1: Oh, that's a good question. When? Yeah, I, I don't know. When was
0: it? Twenty fourteen. Alex Smith was the quarterback. Doug Peterson was the offensive coordinator. Patrick Mahomes was a freshman at Texas Tech that year. They finished nine and seven.
1: Right. But yeah, this uh, they they're staring. I mean, they're favoring the game, by the way. But they're staring zero and two in the face. If they don't, I mean, and uh, what's the weather supposed to be like? Because I keep saying that's hot and it's going to be brutal for them. And they keep saying people say, oh, it's hot in Kansas City too when they practice. Yeah, it might have been. It ain't like it's in Jacksonville. Yeah, I can promise you that. It,
0: right now, six days out, it's looking like uh, high eighties sunny.
1: So not too bad. Not too It bad. won't be that bad. Not too bad. No, not too bad at all. But again, I'm with Tony. This is it's you can't get you gotta wait at least to October to start really feeling these teams out. And so you can't really but from a big game standpoint, this is it from a relevant standpoint. Which is why, Tony, you're right. If they lose, it's not the end of the world. But if they win, then all of a sudden people start saying you're a contender and the a real legitimate contender in the AFC. That's the difference. And 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 you know what? Quite frankly, the Chiefs' defense was darn good last week, even though they didn't have they only gave up 14 points, right? Or wasn't it? Or
0: it was uh, 21. Oh yeah, because it was a defense. Was there a defensive score? Right. Yeah. it Was a defensive touchdown. That's right.
2: Yeah, no, I thought the defense played well with no Chris Jones last week against the Lions. So, I mean, it's not going to be an easy game. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. And if they get Chris Jones and Kelsey back, it just makes it that much harder.
1: Um, How much is an advantage of the time off, Tony, as a player, even though it's early in the season, you get those extra days for not just not just the guys who might be back, but for the guys that play, it's not that big a deal, is it, this time of the year? Not,
2: I don't think that early. It's, it's all that huge, Pete, to be honest with you.
1: So that's a good that's another good little part of the schedule then. That you know, if that was like in week nine, that would be a major advantage
2: for them. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that percent.
0: So, um it's set up this week, the game presented by Everbank, the Chiefs and the Jaguars at Everbank Stadium. They're putting in the new signs today, by the way, on the scoreboards. The I
1: Everbank heard. signs, Drove is that band. what they are? Yeah. yeah so you said it's standing room only? That place should have the same feel as the Chargers playoff game.
0: Could be something, could be something I mean, special.
1: Uh, I mean, that'd
2: be good. But should we take no, I mean, I think
1: we
0: It should. I mean, in opener, my mind, defending the Jaguars
1: fans should yeah. have the same that should be the same feel as the Chargers. Okay, it's not a playoff game but it's it's if you're building to that kind of thing when P- team, good teams particularly when good teams come in that's what yep. it should feel like and from what everything i w- i and, and my brother actually went to the to the game in, in the, the chargers playoff game he flew in for it and he it told was me it was he said rocking. it was as loud as it's ever been even back to the days with the with the when you guys were playing in the playoffs tony it was
2: rocking both that titan game and charger game back to back weeks was rocking
1: so it needs to be that way. And look, it, it, give them a little taste of their medicine. Like they give everybody else when you go there. Like they gave them last year when they went there in the postseason. Make it like yep. it's that for them. So, I, yeah, Tony, it's in the grand scheme of things. If you lost the game, it's not that big a deal. But I think from a national relevance standpoint, it is a big deal from that standpoint. Well, and you still have a young team, young quarterback. I mean, and listen,
2: they went up to the Chiefs last year and and, and showed well. Didn't get the win, but showed well. Had a chance late to really do well, some quarterback do some damage. Him no, I know, but I'm still. They were, it, it was a back and forth. It was a good game. Pete is my point. Yeah, they moved the
1: ball. They moved the ball. But
2: you, but you still didn't beat them. The point I was trying to make: it's great that you played close and you, you know, and you showed well, but
1: you didn't win. No. And you got to go beat that team. You got to go beat the, the champs. But here's the difference between this one, and you you know you always reference that eighteen game when they pounded the Patriots. This team has Trevor Lawrence. That's the difference. I agree. And Pete, and not I mean,
2: I think it's a big game for just Trevor as an individual too. and And I always laugh at this as a player. I think I mean, Tom, I, you know it's you know it's not like it's the two quarterbacks going
4: against right. each other.
2: but but there's something about it in the sports world in the media the fans and everything else and just your position as a player in the rankings and going head to head against patrick mahomes is you know leading both your offenses and if trevor can go out there and have a great game and and lead this team to a victory
1: i, th- I think that just shows well i think that's i
2: mean it, it just, well, it's just kind of so, like it,
1: when patrick mahomes was becoming patrick mahomes and he would play tom brady Exact, it's that it's kind exact of thing same, yeah
2: exact same thing and so yeah. i think this is again you I are a thousand percent agreement which makes me really uncomfortable when i agree with you um but it's not the end of the world you haven't won the super bowl if you win you're not out of anything if you've lost but just for national relevance perception for the team, but also for Trevor Lawrence going head to head against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the gold standard of quarterbacks in the NFL right now.
1: It's hard stop. He's the best player player. in the NFL. If you had a draft, every single person in the whole league would take him number one overall. He's the best.
2: And so if you go out there as a Jaguar offense and you go hang 31, you know, plus 30 points and Trevor has the three or four touchdown day and throws for 320 and, slices and dices them and goes up and down the field you know if you almost want a game pete and i know doug would just probably kill us both for saying this you want a game that's like 35 31 jags win like and the
1: Chargers Dolphins game yesterday, yes. yeah, and,
2: and, and it's just you know a duel between Mahomes and Lawrence, and yes. Lawrence just stares yeah. them down like the that's old what, gunslinger. That's what I would. That's what yeah. me
1: personally. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see it slinging it around, throwing it down the field. Mm-hmm. Everybody taking shots. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Now, and, and Mike look, Aldwell, Mike Caldwell want to fight both <laughs> of us for saying
4: that. Because, <laughs> but, but here's
1: another here's another thing. Okay. Juwan Taylor at right tackle is going to be lined up against some of his former pals over there.
2: And But guess what? And the focus, and we should talk about this, yes,
1: because the focus
2: of the league this week and the officials have been told to watch how Juwan Taylor lines up in that early start. Because that was all that Collinsworth and Jericho talked about on Thursday night, and it is going to be a point of emphasis. And trust me, playing the position, and if you know – that you have a tendency that everyone's watching and that that you're going to be a focus point for that side judge that could get in his head a little bit. And I'm telling you right now, if I was Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, I'd be chirping at him and, telling the officials
1: and one quick thing on that that just tells you that nobody ever watches the jaguars because he's been doing that for his whole career or last couple years he's doing that Uh, yeah you thought it was
2: the first time he ever did and i'm like (laughs) you know i know we weren't very good
0: but we've
2: been been watching this for a long
0: time (laughs) hey uh we'll come back in a moment and we'll dig into this jaguars offensive line when we keep it real that's coming up of course you're Fanatics fan questions in just a little bit. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jaguars, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on 1010XL, Jaguars.com, Jaguars YouTube, the second hour presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings. Welcome back. It is Jaguars Happy Hour, the second hour presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. Just minutes ago, Adam Schefter of ESPN tweeting that Chris Jones has reached an agreement with the Chiefs, and he still has one year left on his deal with the Chiefs. No new years were added to the contract, but he received multiple incentives to earn considerably more money this season per sources that is Adam Schefter, ESPN, just about 10, 15 minutes ago question
2: because i guarantee you some of the something is, is in that deal uh pete that he, they cannot franchise him next year so he'll be an unrestricted free agent next year
1: or or they said okay do this now and we're going to give you the mega deal in a little bit no
2: i no, because as a player i mean you're you want to i mean he held out long enough and so my guess is there's something in there that allows him to be an unrestricted free agent next year That'd be my guess. I don't know that. Um, but um, if you if the interior three thought it was a tough game on Sunday against Buckner and, uh, and Grover Stewart, um, hold on to your hat, boys, because one of the best defensive players in the entire league is coming to town.
1: That's- Will there be any rust?
2: I don't think for a guy like that. I mean, everything I've read, Pete, is that he's been in shape and working out. It's up, I saw
1: a, I saw him the other day there was a, he was doing a charity thing he looks lean almost like he's in yeah. great shape My guess is he might be get winded a little bit quicker because he's
2: not football shape but he'll be fresh and ready
1: to go prove and go earn those incentives. All right, Ben March better get ready because he was awful the other yeah,
0: day. Well, that leads us into keeping it real. Presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mundavi. Open up a winner today. Real ingredients, award-winning wine by Robert Mundavi. I'll just ask a general question. As a whole, how did the offensive line play yesterday?
2: Well, um, we're going to keep it real, and we'll talk about it briefly, and then P- get, uh, pull up your PFF, and so we'll see if um, my assessment aligns with the grades. Of, okay. Which I usually don't agree with those guys, but let's see how we do today. We I heard. thought um, I thought Walker Little was fine, B. Um, I think Ben Bart struggled. I don't understand because he started okay and he had some really nice combo blocks. But I think when he was one on one, he struggled, um, and so not good. Um, Fortner still played too high at times, um, but I don't think he was a problem. Sheriff did not have was not great, but then he got hurt. Um, I didn't see any noticeable fall off, Pete, when Shatley came in. Um, and then I thought the rookie, we already talked about him, was I gave him a B minus. I thought he was very solid. What's the
1: update on Sheriff, by the way?
0: An ankle sprain and kind of day-to-day. Uh, Doug Peterson said today it's probably going to be tender for a day or two, so we'll see. But uh, day-to-day ankle he, sprain. He's
2: one of
1: those guys that's always hurt. And he came back in, though, Pete. He did. Yeah, I know he came back in, and then he went back out again, though. Yes. Yeah, I think – I mean, I mean it, uh, that's what I said when he we were watching the game, and I said – all that theatrics—they—they they were lining up like he was half like lost his leg in a car wreck, and then they took him off on a cart. And next thing you know, he's back in the game. I'm like, what are we doing here, Tony? Back in your day, they would have scraped you up and said, "Get off." <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Look, sure, he doesn't yeah. want to say—he doesn't want to say anything. He leaves me to, yeah. out on an island. Yeah, I mean, he is Sheriff's a veteran player. Sheriff's a tough guy. Yeah. He I is mean, a tough
0: guy. He, he played, played what though. he I played. played for two two stomach last, injury
1: last
2: year. Yeah, like yeah. that's
0: not easy. He's a tough guy. He's a
2: tough guy. Uh, he'll be out there.
1: Uh, Look, I, I don't even know if he was part of the theatrics. They might have made him do it. But come on, that was, you. You would have thought that his leg was lost. <laughs> well,
2: i I was surprised. I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised that he came back in because when it happened and the reaction of everybody, I was like, "Uh oh, this could be a bad one." Um. And so I was happy that, it, you know, it was an ankle. It wasn't a knee. And um, so that that's the positive.
4: All right. Let's go
1: through some of these grades. Ready? Mm, yes. Yep. Who was the worst starter in pass protection? Ben Barch. Bingo. Who was the second worst?
2: I don't know. That's a good one. I was going to say either Sheriff or Harrison.
1: No, it was uh, Fortner. Okay. And then, and then Harrison was third in pass protection. And then Sheriff was right, just a little bit. Neither one of them were great. And then Walker Little was actually got a decent grade in pass protection.
2: Yeah, I thought Walker played good. B B plus.
1: Okay, and then now let's go to the run game. Run blocking. Who was the worst?
2: Uh, either Fortner or uh, well, Shatley or was Bar- uh, Barch.
1: Shatley was the worst. Oh, I wasn't
2: considering him. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. No, Harrison. Which I'm surprised at this because I thought he did some good things in the run game. They have him the worst.
2: Yeah, I would disagree with
1: that. Sheriff was next worst in the run game, then Fortner, and then Barch, and then again Walker Little topped this. So Walker, you, we all, we all agree Walker Little was the best offensive lineman on Sunday.
2: Yes. Yes. I thought so.
1: What were the? By by the the way. Evan Ingram missed didn't block very well on on Sunday either.
2: I thought he missed one or two. Yeah. Um, and he uh, and a little bit surprising early game, early season, you know, again, you don't want to make too many proclamations after one week. Um but you know, I was where he finished the season blocking last year. Um I thought he was pretty good, especially at the at the second level. What were the overall grades Pete like from a you know poor average good standpoint
1: for the guys we just talked about um uh, just total grade walker little was number one on a like a decent grade 68 he graded in the green um sheriff was 52 which is bad that's not good um harrison was 51 which is not good Barch was 48 which is terrible and and then Fortner was 48 as well. So they were right together. So you, we, we were right watching the tape. The interior guys did not play very well. Yeah. And those two guys, by the way, Buckner and Stewart are good
2: players. Yes, yeah, right? Very good players. And we said that going in. I mean, those are two really good players. And, and Grover Stewart's underrated. He does not get the due he, that he deserves. Um, everyone talks about DeForest Bunker, Buckner, who's a very good player.
1: But Grover Stewart
2: is a is a man. I By
1: mean, the way, a strong you'll, big. You'll, man. Appreciate, you'll appreciate this. Buckner, ninety-two five. Zaire Franklin, ninety-two five, and Grover Stewart, ninety point two. Yeah, those, you know. those three, I mean I call we called it Pete. Those three were outstanding. Yep. Very good. And and let's be real, JP. Now you got to dec- now you're starting to look at maybe you will make a decision when Cam Robbins comes back to move Walker Little inside. I mean, as good well, as he played a tackle, I, I mean, I probably – you know what I mean, Tony? You, you might be upgrading that spot so you get two for the price of one. You might. I mean, because
2: Walker Little looked pretty good in
1: that – was it the second preseason game when he played guard? Yeah, if Barts gets, gets thrown around this week, if Barts gets thrown around this week, that that's concerning to me. We'll see. Well, I mean, he's playing, he's playing against Chris Jones. And Buckner in <laughs> successive weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't but know. But still, you got to do better than what you did. you got to at least, you know, come on. By the way, the offensive line play around the NFL on Sunday, and Tony, it goes back to our whole theory on nobody hits anymore. It was awful. Even the Eagles. The Eagles are one of the best offensive lines in the league, and they struggled. The offensive line play is
0: terrible. That's what it is these days. Um, that was Keeping It Real. Presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mundavi. It opened up a winner today. Real Ingredients Award winning wine by Robert Mundavi. We'll get Tony's thought on that in the Fanatics fan questions. We've got one regarding line play around the league. That's when we come back. Uh, Jaguars over the Colts yesterday 31 21. Jags 1 0. First place in the AFC South. Fanatics fan questions. After this, it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings.
3: How does anybody in this league gain experience if they don't? If I don't trust them to do something, right? And and he's he's been ready for this. He's been preparing for this. He's smart. Um, He's well thought out. Um, Great game plans. Um, And and this this decision also went back into last year. You know where. I did the first half. He did the second half of every football game last year. So I have a lot of confidence in him. You know, um, some of our biggest comeback wins were him calling plays in the second half last year.
0: It's Doug Peterson, of course, after the game yesterday, discussing Press Taylor as the primary play caller on offense. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. 1010XL, Jaguars.com, Jaguars Jaguars YouTube, JP Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. The second hour of the program Presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings, and they delivered again on this Monday with a fantastic spread they, for our dinner. They delivered them, group. and
1: JP ate them all, Tony. Because nobody's there. You're not there. You might want. to – No, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Wow. Oh I,
2: I,
4: was,
1: I, was, I, was, I was about to be really rude and mean, so I won't do that. Nice. I want to know: was there a St. Elmo's dinner on Saturday night for the fellas in Indy? There was
2: little Elmos. It was. Uh, it
1: was good. Little shrimp uh, cocktail. Elmo, it, it,
2: it was it, that's outstanding by the way. Um, it's not my favorite steakhouse.
1: I see I just go for the shrimp cocktail.
2: And it, it, the shrimp cocktail was outstanding. Um, I did uh, have some dessert um, which is um, very uh, scrumptious as well. It's just the steaks are good, not my favorite steak though.
1: Where's Tony Baselli's favorite steak? Ooh, that's a good question, Pete.
0: Um, Wherever anybody else is buying. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that, then that means he likes them all. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, and
2: I can't think of the place in Santa Monica we went last year when we played the.
4: Uh, oh, I the, remember uh, you were raving Chargers. about it you was raving.
1: Unreal! I can't think of the name of it right now. It was. That that was on somebody else's dime too, if I remember correctly, it, and so was you, it. He had this boa. Boa. Boa was outstanding, um, and yeah, it was on somebody else's dime. And you had this the the steak that was like the size of uh, half the cow, if I remember correctly. Well, it
2: was on someone else's dime, Saturday night as well. I, I so it was good. That's why I said, I Pete, I'm not going to lie. Um, if it's free, it's for me, and I'll take three. I
1: mean, that's kind <laughs> of my uh, my. my uh, you went with the tomahawk like. at the boa, didn't you? The big tomahawk steak. I
2: i don't remember what I. All I remember is I got a wagyu steak, and it was—it was outstanding. I mean, I don't know how to say it. It was
0: outstanding. I got to get on some of these trips, Pete.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do, JP. They leave you back behind. You got to do the the pregame and postgame, and they leave you behind. Yeah. It's nice if they took them once in a while. It's all right. He has a job to do. Yeah, but you know what though. Baselli wouldn't want anybody infringing on his free meals either. He'd be like, oh, no, uh, JP's in town. Should we bring – no, 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 we are...
2: <laughs> that's true.
1: no. That's not true. That's not true. We invite everybody. We're
2: very inclusive. And and for the record, there are times which you can confirm. JP can confirm this with the people uh, that we work with uh, there in the studio. Hmm. But there are times I'd I buy a dinner.
1: Yeah, and then he expects the whole damn thing. <laughs> not always not always sometimes I do. <laughs> yeah. that's like when I'm with my out on the road with my producer and he pulls out his corporate card and he goes I got this well you're not getting it the company's getting it what are you talking yeah, about yeah.
0: thanks Tony it's I mean so Mr. Okay. Khan oh sorry yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> right <laughs> let's go through his that, by the way let's have Shad go his account and go through Tony's uh Can expenses you like
2: imagine
0: I'm <laughs> the expense reports is, he my, submits. My, my,
2: my name is nowhere on those. I just show up, I'm invited, and I attend.
0: Amazing. It's magic. Hey. But I'd be like,
2: all right, let's get to the, let's get to some fan questions. Enough about my eating
0: habits. <laughs> <laughs> this is entertaining. Uh Jags fans gear up at fanatics.com with all the latest Jags styles. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com officially licensed everything. We put out the cat signal on X. Here are the best posts we've come up with today. At Duval Hurricane, Walker and Allen on pace for 68 sacks. Never question the Big Bow Lock. Also, was the interior line as bad as it looked, or is Buckner and company just that good?
2: Um, yeah, don't ever question. I, I like I like how I'm trending for 20 23 to 25 sacks this year. Um, and yeah, I, I don't I think Buckner and and Grover Stewart are very very good players, and I thought they dominated us and they won they won the line of scrimmage and maybe dominates too strong a word but they were they were the better they were the better players on sunday
1: well i mean they got 4 between them so that means that if they get what 17 more you said you because you really did say 22 to what did you say 22 to, 25? to 25 i said 23 to 25 yeah. so they they need 17 what 19 more and you got it and so you have 17 games so if they get a, 16 more games so if you get Won a game from the I'm two right of them. You're right there. <laughs> yeah. And, and but you know what? Let's wipe off the the three from this game because they, they didn't really count. Oh wait, wait. Uh, listen, they're they're each going to get at least one against Kansas City.
4: Is that a lock?
2: Lock
1: it.
0: Whoa. These <laughs> oh. are getting one at each least gets one. The Chiefs
1: one. tackles. Well, if you line up against Donald Penn – not Donald Penn. uh, Yeah, the left tackle. He's – not Smith. It's Smith. It's Smith. Smith. Donovan Smith.
4: Donovan Smith. 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 If you line up – I was thinking about
1: the old Donald Penn, the old tackle. But if you line up against Donovan Smith, you should get at least one or two. He's
0: terrible. I'm
1: just
2: telling you. I lock it. Where's the
0: lock music? Where's the lock music? It 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 played. played. The whole thing, the graphic, we had it all.
1: We didn't, didn't hear it. I didn't hear it either.
0: Clean your ears. They just played it again. That's okay. Oh, there it, it, it is. It's okay, on, I got though. it. I got it.
4: I saw it now. What's wrong with you guys.
0: Uh let's all right, next question. At Barber Mike, which was more impressive as a unit, the secondary or the wide receivers.
2: Well, I mean the secondary didn't have a huge test.
1: Right. And so it was like I mean, there's I thought, any receivers I, I, down the field that scared I, you and they didn't throw the ball that much.
2: And they were throwing, playing against a rookie quarterback. I thought Tyson Campbell was great. I Cisco was – Cisco's going to be a really good player.
1: I think Sis, I mean, Cisco's had, really good. He's really I mean, good. He I can was, move. He can run. He can hit. He can got, tackle. He got bigger.
2: Yeah. I think he had yeah, – did he have I, 10 tackles?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, I thought Cisco was outstanding. Um, I thought – you know, so I probably leaned towards the receivers just because it wasn't a huge test for the secondary. But they played well. And Cisco yeah. and and uh, and – Tyson Campbell were at the top of the list I mean they were well, like how did Cisco and Campbell grade out Pete on that PFF little report you have there had yeah, to be pretty he, bang, I thought huh? they were
1: both I thought they were both really good by the way I, I and I I'm I think Cisco has a chance to be a, a pro bowler that's how good I think he can be both of them do actually don't you agree yep uh let's see defense let's see Campbell graded out 89-2. so he was the best best of them and Cisco was at 76-4. So both, both in the green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, high green for Campbell and Josh Allen. Then it was Herndon, Aluacan, Cisco. Yeah. I mean, most most of the deep. You know, Lloyd was down a little, but not terrible. He was even. He, he was. I mean, he was 60, so it's not awful. The worst starting defensive player. Who do you think it was? Hmm. Ray Sean
2: Jenkins.
0: Yes. Wow. How about that?
1: Yes. And, and, and by the way, he got a terrible grade in coverage.
0: Next question. At Tartan Teal. Why on earth did the Jags call for a quarterback sneak on third and three? Well, it was officially third and two. I just looked it up. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that was uh. more like three.
2: I still think it's because I think I, I my gut is that Trevor
1: check to it. I agree. I think remember he checked did he check to one in the goal line in
2: the
0: yeah, playoffs last? It was last a two-point play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, two-point yep. play, checked to one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he checked to that. There's no cuz there was nobody there. And in the reality is, Tony, you're right. He should have stayed up. He would have got the first down. Yep.
0: All right, next question, at Ken Shea 48 uh, were there even five teams across the league that felt good about their offensive line play yesterday? Tony?
2: I didn't Green, watch enough. Green Bay. So, yeah, uh, I'll defer to Pete because I only saw one game in its entirety, and I was in a car. So I didn't even get to see Sunday night which was I'm glad I missed that
1: disaster a
2: football game. <laughs> well, and, you would have uh, saw said,
1: Dallas get 7 sacks against a team with two high first round picks at right at right and left tackle. I mean, it was a disaster. Did he, Andrew Thomas did
2: Andrew, Tom, did Andrew Thomas not play well?
1: No, oh, he didn't play well and Evan Neal was terrible. Remember, and I thought Evan Neal was going to be a good player. He's terrible. Um it's one game. The, the, Come on, peace. Yeah, terrible. but he struggled last year too in a big way. Mm. The the uh, look at him coming to the defense of the Alabama guy. <laughs> Shocking. Well, I mean,
2: he, 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 he struggled with his his movement last year.
1: And he and he struggled with the movement again this year. Wasn't good. And the and the interior wasn't very. They started a rookie center from Minnesota, Schmitz, and he wasn't very good either. So, they struggled. The, the but the Eagles line struggled. And Siriani came out afterwards and said I should have played my guys some in the preseason. That's on me. And so I, I think, you no. Know, the Packers have a – because you know who's good, Tony? The right tackle in Green Bay, the second-year player from Wake Forest, is a good player, Zach Tom. They played good because Bakhtiari and Jenkins were back. They were
2: really good. Well, it's interesting you say that because I was talking to Anthony Williams today and we were talking about um, just in general training camp and offensive line play. And we were talking because he watched the Bengals game and they struggled in a big way. Bad. Uh, and – Both our points were: these guys don't play in the preseason at all. This is their like the starting offense didn't play one snap for the Bengals in the preseason. So their first action in live in a live situation, and it's not like these guys hit a lot during camp, is opening day. And so I it's crazy. I disagree with the philosophy these coaches take. Like I think Doug does it right. Those guys played 25 snaps in the third preseason game. I would still probably even play them more especially the offensive line like you got to go out and work together you got to be in a live
1: situation and go block people. well that that's the and weird thing about the way the league was yesterday even normally in week one you see a lot of really bad tackling because you don't tackle. but I think the offensive line play was so bad it kind of it kind of overshadowed it because there were so many look at the sack numbers there were seven Dallas had seven sacks uh, Cleveland had six I think New Orleans had six. I mean, it was – Arizona had six against Washington. It was so bad. The offensive line play was terrible. Did you
0: see Miles Garrett, like, faking like he was crossover dribbling yeah. before the snap and then he goes right by the center? That's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was – the Bengals were uh, the Bengals were terrible in the offensive line. Across the league, Tony. It was bad. Mm. Really bad.
0: Next question. I, I don't disagree. Next question at Carnival Thomas. Do you all think the rookies were asked to do too much right out of the gate? No,
1: no, I, I go could. play. You're a grown man. Go play. You get, you're you get paid to play football. No, who was asked to do too much? You have a starting right tackle who's going to play all Just his first, plays and Bigsby
2: barely first, even carried the ball. And he's a first rounder.
1: And, and so who else? Who, who What? The, the the tight end? Strange. All he does is block. Hmm. He didn't, by the way, his blocking wasn't as good as it was in a preseason.
0: Brandon yeah. strange. You're talking about. Yes. Mm hmm. Next question. Last question. At JBS underscore Inslee, thoughts on Jawan Taylor's play last week for the Chiefs. Should the referee be alerted to this before the game this week? Well, th- this is a point during the game last week. You know, did they not alert them to it just to keep getting the tells from Jawan of what the play was going I don't to be? Get,
2: yeah, I, I I don't understand it. Um,
4: he, Jawan Taylor, like
2: if you slow motion it, he actually times the snap up
1: 90%. Yeah,
4: of the that's not lead. the
1: issue, though. The issue no, is he's the embowed line, back. He's, the line that, he's, the line, it's, he's not even close. Like, but you know what? Breaking. He's not the only one these days, Tony. Look around, and you'll see plenty of guys who are bowed way. Trent Williams was in the backfield for the 49ers the other day. But by the way,
2: Pete, I'm fine with that. If, if, if you're not going to call it... That's on you. How much of an advantage is that? I mean, it's a,
1: I mean, if it's a speed rusher, I think it's a big advantage. But okay, doesn't I mean, that, a, isn't I, that a tell I though? That's a passing play. You wouldn't want to be bowed if it's a run play, would you?
2: Yeah, but usually you only do, usually I'd only do it. Um, I would only do it for, you know, third and long. You're trying to cheat like an obvious passing situation. Right. No. But he was doing it on first and
1: second down and stuff. Yeah, but
2: that's on him. He was giving away a lot.
1: But the way, but also Tony, the way they run the ball now, half the time it's like a pass play anyways. You know, they pass and tap and push him to the side. It's not like you're driving guys anymore. Rarely. Yeah. There you have it's it. like oh, you right. said, you could come back and play. He told me that. Yeah. He said, with the way the rules are now and the way these offenses are, Tony Vaselli said he could come back and play.
0: Can we unretire? Is 71 Absolutely. officially retired? I think we can. I don't think it is.
1: I I don't think I quite said it that way. I
2: said. <laughs> sort of. Yes, you did. I, I said, I think I could.
1: Um, Give a couple of snaps, you'd be a drunk. couple of snaps, and then my shoulders would fall off my body, and I'd be, I'd be in the <laughs> yeah, fetal. I'd you be in said it. that on the air, but when you were talking to me at training camp, you told me you thought you could go oh, in
0: and blast these guys. I,
1: what? I, I, I'd be in the, I'd
2: be in the fetal position. Um, I'd be in the fetal position <laughs> on the field crying in asking for my wife to come help me because my shoulders are both been ripped out of the joints.
1: By the way, JP, one last thing yeah. before you go to break. I know you got to go to break. Yeah.
0: What about the name
1: dropping? Uh, me and Anthony B- Munoz yeah, we were, were sitting
4: around. talking.
0: We <laughs> were <laughs> hanging out at Firestone today. No big deal. <laughs> mm. We didn't have internet. So we just had to talk for a while. It's fine. <laughs> You guys are terrible
1: people. <laughs> two best I've ever seen with my own two eyes, by the way. I'll, I'll take that to my grave. They're the two best I've ever seen with my own two eyes.
0: If you're you a Jags fan who's always on the move, we've got the perfect plan for you. With our bundle at the bank, you can purchase tickets to three or more games. Starting at this 58 bucks per game, get the flexibility you want for your time this fall. Visit jaguars.com tickets. Or call 904-633-2000. We'll go around the NFL in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Mr. Chubby's
3: Wings. Nothing, nothing, um, you know, out of the ordinary. We knew exactly where they were going to be defensively and and just, um, you know, execution. Uh, You know, we were... Laid off the ball a couple of times with the noise and things like that. So things we can we can correct and things we can fix. But um, those are all opportunities. I think when you look at the you know third and fourth down scenarios that we had in the game, you know if if you can if you would if you would have told me that we'd have been average third and four for the entire game, you would be in that you know sixty seventy percent range of conversion. And so. Um, those are things we'll take a look at and we got to fix.
0: Doug Peterson on the third and fourth down conversions on offense yesterday and a win, 10-point win on the road against the division rival, 31-21 final. Jaguars over the Colts. Welcome back. Final moments of Jaguars happy hour. The second hour presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings, J.P. Shadrick from the Hyundai Studios, Pete Briscoe and Tony Baselli. Pete's down in South Florida. Tony is living it up at Firestone Country Club in Ohio.
2: Living it up, living the dream when everyone else is playing golf, talking to you, knuckleheads.
1: How was the the nine holes?
2: It was fun. I have a request because this this is going to be a problem every year. Um, Can we record the first Monday after opening day in the morning so I can actually play in this charity thing with my group the entire time?
0: You, you, the 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 boys in the back say no. Okay. <laughs> However, I, 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 you so you're going to be a nine hole golfer.
2: I guess I'm not coming back. Why don't you what just time call do they, in from the here's course? Here's the thing. What time do they tee off? Usually those charity
1: things start in the morning. Well, that's
2: the reason I committed to because I thought it was in the morning, but we uh, we had like there was a whole putting thing. It's it's a good thing. There's a lunch and then you tee off at one thirty.
0: You know, you should do some live reporting from the course next year, Tony. Interview some Hall of Famers for us. You know, that could be awesome for the show.
1: How, how many Hall of Famers come back for that? A lot. I think there's 18. Nice. Yeah. It's a fun event.
2: And so um, so we'll have to work. I'm going to have to, like, pay off P.C.A.B. or whoever in the back, Joe, me. I, I know I can can get. pay me. Not you. Right. I know I can get Joe to do
1: it. <laughs> Nothing but a little money will
2: get Joe for yeah, you. You know what? He could give a he anything. could
1: give a little money out of the big money that he gets for going there. See? It's not a, it's not a bad idea,
2: Help
0: <laughs> help us help you. It can happen. Yeah, right. It can happen. Uh for ten years, Dreamfinders Homes has been proud to call themselves the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Visit DreamfindersHomes.com for all the available inventory. And go Jags. Let's go around the NFL. And some finals from week number one, Thursday night, of course, Lions-Chiefs. We know all about that football game. Uh, and the Chiefs were missing their two big players outside of the quarterback. Uh, Chris Jones has come to an agreement with the Chiefs since then as of today. We'll see what happens this week. Falcons over the Panthers 24-10. What's up with Bryce Young?
1: He's little. I mean, he can't see. He struggled. I mean, he just didn't look comfortable. None of the rookie quarterbacks really looked that good, I'll be honest with you, nor did I expect them to look that good. Yeah, Pete, I'm doing the Monday night
2: game next week um, in uh, Carolina. I think it's Carolina Saints. Am, am I right about that? Yes, I'm, yes. Yeah. So I'll see Bryce Young firsthand. Uh, he Just looking at the highlights, he looks small
1: out there. And like, and he has trouble seeing I mean, he does. He, His interception he doesn't in the look, of the field wasn't good. He doesn't look as big as Drew Brees. No, he's very he's very frail, too. That's a concern.
0: Mm. Baltimore over Houston, 25-9. C.J. Stroud's debut.
1: Wasn't very good, either. I mean, he struggled, but they struggled. And Baltimore, you know what? I expected to see more from Baltimore's offense, to be honest with you. Um, again, injuries have impacted. Ronnie Stanley went down. And they don't know the extent of that. It might be a couple weeks or something. That's not good for them either.
0: Let's see. The Browns over the Bengals 24-3. What in the world?
1: By the way, J.K. Dobbins went down, too. That's true. For the year. Torn Achilles. That's that's terrible. Uh, What's up with the Bengals? The Browns look great on defense. I think the Browns are going to be – I thought the Browns would be a playoff team. But the Bengals, I think Munoz hit it on the head. Their offensive line was really bad. And Joe Burrow was terrible. It almost looked like he was having problems throwing the ball in the rain. And he put a glove on eventually. He just didn't look comfortable at all. It was a bad showing. Um, now they have the Ravens. But, That's going to be a tough game. But, Pete, he's another guy that did not play at Correct. all in the
2: preseason. Same happened to
1: him last year, remember? And they got beat by the Steelers last year in the opener. And
2: remember, they started 0-2 last year. Yep. And then they finally got going, which, hey, maybe... Play a little bit in the preseason so you could go on opening day.
0: Correct. Hmm. Buccaneers over Minnesota. The Vikings 20-17, to a 57-yard field goal with five minutes left, won it.
1: Yeah, and the Vikings went up and down the field and kept turning the ball over. I mean, Kirk Cousins lost two fumbles and threw an interception. They they moved. They, they actually should have won that game, but Tampa found the way. Kudos to Baker Mayfield and gang. Yeah,
2: they had big numbers. I was looking at the stat sheet of that Vikings game and and like when I, I when they when I looked at the score I'm like, "What were they doing?"
1: Yeah, they turned it over.
0: Saints over the Titans, 16-15. Niners beat the Steelers 30 to 7, big number there. Commanders rallied to beat the Cardinals 20 to 16. And the Packers. Hey, uh what a performance, 38 to 20 over the Bears. The Packers looking good. That team is good. They're but they're good on both lines. I mean,
1: you know, you, you know, we always talk about guys going from year one to year two and getting better. Like Jacksonville, you think that's going to be the case for Walker and Lloyd and gang? Well, Devontae Wyatt was outstanding on Sunday, and Quay Walker, the linebacker, had a pick six, and he's improved. I, I think that's where you get your team gets better. That's my boy, Joe Barry, D coordinator. He that's a good def- That's a good defense they have there, Tony. It really is. That's a good defense. He's a really good coach, Pete, and uh, he gets criticized did, all the time too.
2: I don't know. Go look at last year. He they had a good defense, and they couldn't
1: do anything offensively. How was um, How was Jordan Love? Good, very good. Mo- Move guys with his eyes. Stood in the pocket, made throws. They made some easy things for him. Look, they're going to be the offensive line's good. He's got weapons, you know, and he's, they're good, and they can run the ball. and, and Jones is a good player. They're going to be good. They're going to win the division.
0: Sorry, Lions. <laughs> Raiders over the Broncos, 17-16. And uh, this was, in my opinion, the game of the day. The Dolphins and the Chargers up and down the field. Tua uh, throwing it all over the place. And Tyreek Hill, man coverage. Aye. Yeah, what are you doing? And, and by the way, J.C.
1: Jackson, at the end of the half, gets pulls, gets called for a penalty on the last play of the half, pulls the guy down, they get a field goal. Later, in the second half, he gets a pick in the end zone and runs it out to the three. I mean, come on. And then he got torched in man coverage by Tyreek Hill. The Dolphins played great. But here's the other number. They didn't have Toronto Armstead. Austin Jackson isn't great at right tackle. It's not a great offensive line. You know how many sacks the the Chargers had? None. Mm. Zero. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Nothing. Did Bosa just not look like himself? He didn't. He didn't play very well. He was playing against Kendall Lamb.
0: Wow! Uh, Eagles yeah. over the Patriots, 25-20. Rams over the Seahawks, thirty to thirteen. And the Cowboys put up forty on the Giants and shut them out, forty yeah, nothing.
2: Let's not talk about that game. That was terrible. Hey, Pete. Question about the Broncos Raiders game. I thought Sean Pay. I thought Sean Payton fixed everything with Russell
1: Wilson. That offense. You know, it's funny. Russell Wilson completed a ton of passes and wouldn't throw anything down the field. It was all dink and dunk stuff. You look at his what was his numbers, JP? The the, the numbers were like his completions and yards don't I mean he was everything was dinkin and dunkin.
0: I'm talking about Denver uh Wilson yeah. 27 of 34 177, two touchdowns.
2: 27 oh, completions my. for 177. <laughs> well 37 attempts for 177. What's that per attempt? That's like
0: ain't much. Just 34. over five
2: it's over, just over 5 yards an attempt.
1: Yeah. Terrible. Not ideal. Dinkin and dunkin. They only had six each team
0: only had six possessions. I don't know if you saw that but that's weird. Um yeah, not good. Monday Night Football. It's an AFC East battle in the swamps of New Jersey. Josh Allen and the three-time defending division champion Buffalo Bills visit the rebuilt New York Jets, led by Aaron Rodgers, looking for their first playoff berth since 2010. Who you got at the Meadowlands, if they're allowed to start the game on time?
2: Why aren't they allowed to? Weather?
0: Weather. Great. How Give me- that
2: weather going
0: to be? Pretty hey. ba- bad enough to clear the stadium right now.
1: Oh. That'll clear out. Uh, give us a grade on before we get to the game, Tony. Give us a JP grade.
4: I
2: thought
0: it was uh,
2: coming out of the gate. He can get better, but I'm going to give him a B plus. Yeah, we'll
1: give him a B B plus. JP.
2: Sounds like
0: the Jaguars. That's great. We'll take yeah, it.
1: yeah,
2: yeah. It's a win. It's a win. It's a JP opening day win for you on your yes. team. but we yes. can get better. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Jets. I think the Jets win because I think the Jets defense. I think the Jets defense is going to shut them down. I don't. And, uh, Okay. I think the Jets won. I mean, I think
1: it'll be a lower-scoring game. Don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody's going to score a lot of points. But I think Buffalo's defense is going to be better than you think this year. Sean McDermott's taking over, calling the defense. They're going to be much more much more
0: aggressive. It's a sloppy track in the Meadowlands tonight. Uh, Tony, Pete. Ruined, ruined two good
1: quarterbacks. What are we doing? Oh, What's boy. the big guy doing to us?
0: Gee. There's a lot of football left this season. Pete Prisco, Tony Visele, Joe Fortunato, our manager of Radio Brent Reber, Andrea Curry on the videos, William Pease on podcast, Kate Waskey on ad placement. I'm JP Shadrick. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time on Jaguars Happy Hour, the second hour presented by Mr. Chubby's Wings.